Welcome to the Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Priority Now is hosted by Carmen Halsey of the Illinois Baptist State Association. Hey ladies, this is Carmen and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. This week we have another one of our own, an Illinois Baptist woman, Judy Taylor with us. I know a lot of you know Judy, but some of you don't. So Judy, thank you for being with us and tell us a little bit about you. I am in Southern Illinois, which is not Springfield for us that live down farther. (laughs) Um, We're an hour from Paducah. So when we want to hear people talk right, we cross the bridge and go to Paducah and there's a draw. Because I'm from South Georgia. I grew up in South Georgia. I met my husband. He was United States Air Force, and he came to my church on a Wednesday night. And girls, when somebody that's good-looking, handsome, and loves the Lord comes on Wednesday night, you go for it. (laughs) So 44 years later, we're still going for it, and only the Lord knows what the future's going to (laughs) hold. Praise God for that. And I think both of you guys are as much of a, just a spitfire as, as one, the other, and just your hearts, and just so in a servant mentality and love God. So that's good. That's good. Judy, um, you are seriously, you're just that little ball of energy ever since I first met you. When I was first introduced to you, um, Rex Alexander, a colleague at the time, said, you've got to get to know the Taylors. They have such a missions heart. And you just went and you served and you led other people all about developing those leaders. And you did. But I've seen so much more of Judy, you know, since I since I first met you. And that's why I invited you in today, because I want to talk about this topic of hospitality with the goal of just opening women's eyes a little bit that um, hospitality is, yes, it can be baking cookies, but it's more than just baking cookies. It's more than, oh, I got the gift of hospitality, so go work in the church kitchen. It could be that, but but hospitality, that whole, how do we make somebody feel comfortable, which is natural to us, especially a stranger, but for the purpose of sharing the gospel, to build those trusted relationships, to be able to share the gospel. And friend, you're the you're just the epitome of that. That just that's just who you are. I love to meet people, and that that works well with the gift of hospitality. And I do. I, I thrive on meeting people. But for me, hospitality is more of how you make a person feel. Mm make them feel accepted you make them feel wanted you make them feel valued and those are all important but i grew up that way because it's in the mm-hmm. south it's it's much more of an open atmosphere of that you just don't even really think about it i and i would agree with that because sometimes people say what is that and I, i'm with you sometimes it's just that's just the way you treat people you know that's just kind of life but but it is something unique and it is something special and and that's what i want to spotlight a little bit about you today Spend a few minutes telling us about you and and Dwayne. You know, he's a pastor. You know, tell him a little bit about your church and some of your mission roots, because I I definitely don't want to. I want to show how hospitality is very much um, connecting you to a mission field. So tell us a little bit about that. Very much. And so we've been at Dorsville 20 years. We were at Cobden First Baptist. Um, for 14 years before that, and Dwayne was in the Air Force for 12 years. He got out. He felt God um, calling him into the ministry to preach. And so we got out in the Air Force, and he pastored a church in Missouri, Lamont Baptist Church, for three years, and then we went to Cobden. So we've only been at three churches as a pastor in life. But the truth is, you know, when God, um, when God did a work in our lives, he really changed us. We're from, you know, like probably not even middle income families, probably less than that. And yet we just, we just felt God um, 
calling us to do things that we never dreamed we would get to do. Um, we got to live overseas three years in Germany, and so we got to feel what it was like to be in, in a country that was not your own. Um, mm -hmm. We had a wonderful church, but again, we met lots of people, and we were established relationships over there, and had to leave the Air Force and all the security that provided. And so wow. we had two little girls by then. And going from the United States Air Force, which we absolutely loved, to a pastorate was like, oh, my word, what is this? And he, was, he was in college at the time. Um, so it was, it was very, um, very upsetting in so far as a schedule and a life that you've always known. And so how do we do this? So we just kind of started, you know, all we know is that God has, has called us here. And so this is where we're going to go. And we've kind of just... Both of us said, God, if you ask us to do it, the answer is yes. And so as long as we know God's asking to do us to do something, then, you know, we're just going to try to say yes, even though, you know, we've done this for a long time. So we ended up in Harrisburg. And so God began putting mission opportunities that we could actually go. And there were people here willing to go with us. And so Africa came on our horizon. We had the uh, Singermans, Jeff and Barb Singerman, here, and they sat at our uh, table. We had them for lunch after services. They're missionaries. Um, they were in Benin back then, and they were like, um, so when did your interest in West Africa begin? And we're like, well, we don't have a winter interest in West <laughs> Africa, and they're like, have you not looked at your church website? I said, I do our church website. What do you mean? She's like, everything on it is from West Africa. And so that was just, that was kind of like, oh, we didn't realize that. And so then they're like, you got to go to this conference with the International Mission Board down in Tampa. And we we're going to connect you with some missionaries. So that began our journey from mm -hmm. Niger. We began taking people to Niger, which is West Africa. Um, that got too volatile. And then we went to uh, Mali. And we were there several years taking teams, going, working um, in the bush, way out, you know, where you wear the same clothes for a week and you don't have any water and you don't have any bathrooms. We just, we were, we were growing in so many different ways and, our, and people here, we just developed a love for that. That got too politically unstable over through the government. So now we're in Uganda. Um, and so it, it's just been, but wherever we go, you know, people, they do things differently. And they look different and they dress different. They sure talk different. But you know what? Deep down inside, they are, they are still people that God values and that God loves. Judy, when I first met you, you had invited me in. Your gift, you'd invited me down. You were having some ladies into your living room. And I don't even remember the what it was, but you invited me and I went. And then you had the apartment above the garage that I think your children, originally you had fixed it. You know, your children had stayed there. And you're like, oh, just stay with me. And I did. And I did. And it was just gorgeous. And now you you literally have your own small business. So that's where I really want to take this conversation, because I know a lot of our listeners have their own small businesses and, and, and not just our young women, but especially our young women. There's there, we have a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Some of them are just being creative on their own. Some are part of other, you know, other groups selling different, you know, different products. But I have watched with a with a, a keen interest in what you've done over the last few years. And because you bring your gift of hospitality, but in, in the missions that you just talked about, definitely you're leading your church in church missions and missions partnership. But this is kind of like Judy has stepped out. Um, you know, and, and just kind of stretched a, 
I don't want to say a new wing because it's who you were, but this is more individual to Judy than just the church. And definitely you've entered into that marketplace arena. And I know you've been studying and learning. So that tell us, tell us about your business, Judy. So this is so cool. We have a two bedroom um, apartment over our uh, garage. It is a, we bought an old, very old house and uh, the garage is separate which works out wonderful. Well, after the girls grew up, got married, moved away, and it's easier for us to go to their house, you know, with the grandbabies and stuff. I told him, I said, this apartment is just sitting here, but we didn't want somebody there 24 seven. I wanted control. And so I didn't want something else coming in and changing our life because I've always chosen. Um, we just kind of decided that I'm going to not go out and have a career. I'm just going to be available as God presents opportunities instead of going and having a career. So this being Dwayne's wife and being a partner in ministry has been my career. When we got to the apartment, I said, we need to pray about this. You know, I just I just can't believe God wants this to sit empty. So then um, I read about Airbnb in 2016 and I was like, what is an Airbnb? And I began reading about, and I thought, I wonder if we could do that with the apartment. I don't have any business expertise. I don't know anything, but I just wonder, you know, I've got this little niggle. I just wonder. So anyway, I started chasing the rabbit. I went to three very successful businessmen in our church and I said, so in our town, we don't really have a hotel that I would recommend because we're a small town of like 9,000 and you have to drive like 25 miles to get to the hotels. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're like, no, you don't want to do this. And I'm like, but you know, I think of mine. And they're like, no, you don't want to do all three of them. And then Dwayne, I said, so Dwayne, so what do you think? And he's like, no, I don't think you will. <laughs> so finally, you know, me and the girls badgered him, our girls, we have three girls grown. And uh, he said, okay, here's the deal. I will be on board if you don't take any money out of the family budget. Well, I had been a trustee at Lifeway and they had paid me to for mileage. And I had, so I had this little kitty fund. So he's at Moody, it's so funny. He's at Moody Bible Institute up in Chicago at a pastor's conference. Mm -hmm. And I FaceTimed him and I had tools and I was in the floor working in the apartment. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm learning how to lay a floor. He's like, you don't know how to do that. I said, no, but me and you two, we're just the real part. <laughs> and he's like, oh my word, I go away for a week and the woman has gone crazy. I go to the hardware store and I would take a piece of wood and I was like, I don't know what you call it, but this is what I need. We began doing that and I had to paint and, and, and do some, a few upgrades. But anyway, long story short, so we opened in 2016. And it's just like, y'all come. And then I'm like, so everybody's like, nobody comes to Southern Illinois. Who would come to Southern Illinois? You're in a small town. You don't have malls. I'm like, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Well, you know, they did start coming. I printed out my statistics. So in 2016, we had... Um, 32 nights that we rented out. We didn't start. My first guest was in August of 2016 with five nights booked in August. Okay, so that was 2016. Uh -huh. So in 2017, I had 126 nights booked. In 2018, I had 198 <laughs> nights booked. In 2019, I had 204 nights booked. So COVID hit, the governor shut everything down, everything went crazy. Are you ready? I have booked right now. Now, December hasn't happened, but I have reservations enough to make it for 2020, 186 nights booked. Wow. Praise God. March was the only night I had or the only month that I had a lot of cancellations. So I only ended up with seven bookings. But here's the deal. Because, you know, we believe in being financially responsible. 
And when we left Cobden, we had been at Cobden um, 14 and a half years. And so when we left Cobden, we wanted to be totally debt free because we really thought God was going to put us in some place on the far side of North America or, or around the world. And we needed to have no debt. Mm -hmm. And so in order to make that happen, we're like, okay, so we need to pay this off. We need to pay this off. We need to pay this off. And so everything we can. So if God says, listen, you go and you got to be bi bivocational, we wouldn't have any bills to pay. So we did that. And then God called us to Dorisville. And we're like, Dorisville? That's in Southern Illinois. Like, you know, that's like a normal place, not, you know, some place that you're going to have to go and get, I'll have to work and he'll have to work and everything to do what God called us to do. And so we were set up enough that we were able to go ahead and pay this house off relatively soon. And so the apartment doesn't cost me anything besides utilities and stuff. When COVID hit, there were so many business owners going, oh no, what am I going to do? I'm in debt. I can't make my payroll. I can't make my rent. I can't make my utilities. I'm just so thankful that God gave us the wisdom through, we, we go way back to Larry Burkett. You know, mm -hmm. we did finances with Larry Burkett and we did finances with Ron Blue and then with Crown Financial and then with Dave Ramsey. Yeah. So that just makes such a difference in your mm -hmm. approach. So we didn't lose any nights of sleep because we thought... The whole thing was going to tank, and it didn't. Praise God. Ladies, for you guys listening in, some of those resources that Judy's mentioning, you may be familiar with, but some of you may not. So we'll put links to that, to you know, to Dave Ramsey, Financial Peace. We'll put links to that in our episode notes um, because these are good foundational skills. And I believe, I believe with all my heart that this is a discipleship step. I know in my own discipleship groups, like bringing ladies through, I tell myself that needs to be a step. That needs to be a step with students because it does, it frees up so much more. You know, Judy, just, I want to get to the business part because I know that you've tapped into the business boutique, which is part of Dave Ramsey's program. But it really, you know, it really guides the business folks. And obviously, I'm interested in that for myself right now, as God may be, you know, opening some doors for me in that area. Um, I want to be as informed as I can. But I want to tell you, ladies listening in, you know, just myself personally, you know, walking through like the financial piece. When my husband passed away, that was my guide. I found myself that was inside me and that's what guided me as I was tr making decisions, how to reshape the landscape. And it brought me, I mean, I know God, the Holy Spirit brought peace, but can I say it, it allowed me to make decisions easily and just with confidence because I knew I could trust that. So, so again, those resources will be in the, the show notes. I'm glad you mentioned that Judy, but let that segue us right in. So here's Judy Taylor, pastor's wife, missions heart, very involved in the church. You lead out getting people on missions. Definitely you develop leaders and turn those leaders loose. And now you own this apartment that you, you know, obviously we've heard your um, stay nights, which is great and increasing. But um, I want you to tell them a little bit about why did you connect with Business Boutique? How do you use that now? How do you connect with other business leaders so that you can learn and grow? You're doing more than operating a business. That mission's heart, that hospitality, you're intentional. So it's not just about making money. You're very intentional of how you're leveraging that resource. And that's what I want our women to realize, because especially the ones, the marketplace is a huge mission field, huge mission field, especially for women, especially for women. And um, you just paint such a story that we can learn from. So, so just tell us a little bit about all that. So um, as I was starting, I'm a big research person. So if I don't know how to do something, it's like, okay, the internet is like awesome for me mm -hmm. because I can find out how to do anything or answers to anything if I look hard enough. And so I'm starting this business. I don't have a clue 
what to do. I don't know how to do the taxes. I don't know how to do anything. I don't know how to do marketing. And so because of the financial peace stuff, I was aware that they had a segment of Ramsey Solutions that was targeted to women. And it's called, you know, Christy Wright and the Business Boutique. It was actually in existence. They had had one conference before I began attending. Um, and so it was brand new. This was all birthed as um, a vision to help women to know what to do. And so what Business Boutique is, it's a wonderful resource. They have so many free things and you can do and you can buy into like having access to extra things. But so many there's free podcasts. It's motivational. They're um, Christian women. They don't promote it as this is only for Christian businesses, but you will hear them speaking freely of how God has worked in their life and how God has changed their life and transformed their life. And I began after I began going, there are other young women. They're all younger than I am who were interested in their businesses. You know, one is like into tax and bookkeeping stuff. One owns a gym. Another one runs a t-shirt company. And so I was like, who wants to go with me? And so we just all got together. We got, I made arrangements to get an Airbnb in Nashville. And it was just so much fun because you go and you pick your conferences. They tell you how to do bookkeeping. They tell you how to do taxes. They how to do a website. The speakers are unbelievable. Everything is top notch. And then on top of all that, as if that weren't enough, because everything is so professionally done. And so it was, it's just such a delightful fellowship time and a time to just soak and bask and tell me about your life and tell me about your life. And what do you struggle with? And here's what I struggle with. And just such a time of encouragement. You know, we need each other so much. But one of the things that Christy Wright says, um, I had written down in my notes from one of the books was, People don't buy what you do until they buy why you do it. Mm. And that makes a big difference. The why is everything. Simon Sinek, and I don't even know if he's a believer or not, but he writes some wonderful business books. He, he, you know, he's all about the why. Tell me about your why and I'll tell you, you know, what you need to do. So the why behind, you know, for me is reaching people, being an influence. I can't be an influence on people I don't know that I can't communicate with, that I don't have a back and forth. So even our guests, somebody said, well, will you allow these kind of guests? Will you allow these kind of guests? And I'm like, listen, I'm allowing any guests because my theory is if God sends them this way, I'm going to get to leave fingerprints on them. Mm-hmm. And I want them to see the fragrance of Christ. I'm not going to come out and say, you know, do you know Jesus? You're going to die and go to hell. I'm not, that's not my approach, but I have scripture all over. I have the coolest Bible, an inspirational Bible, but what's so cool is you color in it. So Mm -hmm. what I did, I bought one for the apartment. I bought the special set of pencils. I made a, and laminated a a cute little bookmark thing. It says, we're so glad you're here. This is a great place for time and relaxation. Here's some crayons if you want to if you want to color in the study Bible, hey, that's non-threatening. We, we can do that. And then I have one lady, she came and stayed with me and because her mom was in the hospital and uh, she was from up north and she wrote in there and she circled it and she said, this is the verse that my mom shared with me the night before she died. And so there's just some mm-hmm. special memories and connections. I may never see her again, but at that point in time, you know, we were an oasis for her. And we spoke to her through the experience that she got to have here. And so I I just think that it's such a wonderful thing. And then to take people along with you. We're not all in the same business. I'm the only one that's in um, Airbnb and uh, VRBO and hospitality and all that. 
but it, it's just a delight to walk with women, believers and non-believers, because that's how we get to be salt and light. One of the cool things, you know, when you own the business, you get to make the decisions. And so part of our stuff with the apartment, when the revenue comes in, we give portions to certain ministries that we support. Mm-hmm. So right now we're an operation Christmas shop. So we're packing 20 shoe boxes. We do Africa. And so we buy stuff and pay part of the plane tickets to go to Africa. Anything that we do that has God's hand on it. And we're able to say that on our website. I've got, we call it giving back. You stay, we give. That's how it goes. And I've got videos of a mission trip to Africa on the website. Because if you stayed with us, you help pay for this. You can get the gospel in so many different ways that I'm not preaching, but I'm rubbing off on. Mm. And so it, it's just it's just so it's wonderful. I love that. And Judy, I can only imagine, um, just like you're talking, you just invited people to go to Nashville with you, not just your guests, but I can only imagine how, how God's positioned you out into a network of business owners that an- just, again, another platform to be salt and light, not just to your guests, but to, but to those folks, some pouring into them, some just encouraging them, which is that gift of hospitality coming in there again. You know, you're making them feel at home safe to ask any question they may have, inviting them in to learn from your experience. What I say, go behind the curtain. You know, you can come up close and personal. And I just see that. I just see, and I see what God is doing through you. And the best part of that is you're enjoying it. I'm loving it. It, It's evident. It's evident. You know, that's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Okay, ladies, we again will have some of these links to Business Boutique in the in the episode notes so that you you yourself can go and check it out. But Judy, we want to wrap up, you know, and I appreciate this because it really let us point to marketplace um, into how do we use that gift of hospitality and be intentional with that. What would you tell us just in closing comments? If you wanted to leave us with a word, um, what would that what would that be in regard to hospitality? Hospitality is a gift from God and we need to use that in relationships and in reaching out to people and in helping them feel the way God feels about them. Because in our world, we're so often beat up and beat down. We're told, you can't do that. Nobody's ever done that. Don't even think about that. Forget these dreams, just try to survive. I don't believe that's the way God wants us to give. I believe everyone is of extreme value. And so we need to say that we need to project that on one one another. And hospitality is let me treat you like the honored guest that you are. Maybe not my guest, but your Jesus's honored guest. Look what he did for us. So I should treat you the way Jesus would want me to treat you. So your needs before my needs. Let me think about before you get here. Like, let me put out muffins for you. Let me put out cinnamon rolls for you. Let me bake cookies for you and and leave a note that says, I'm so glad you're here. Now, how does that make you feel? It makes you feel wanted. It makes you feel valued. And then you have the opportunity to speak into one another's lives. That's really good. And that goes so far because some people have never experienced it, but you don't realize you've not experienced something until you experience it. So all those experiences... They, they mean something. It's worth every effort. And again, it's that intentionality. So that's really good. Judy, um, we're going to close, but I have to ask you a question. Are you still dreaming? Are there even bigger dreams still to come rolling around in that mind of yours? I love what I'm doing, but Dwayne keeps telling me you need to go around and share with women how to start their own business, that you can do this, that you can be encouraged, but I haven't done anything with it. <laughs> mm. 
Well, so we might just have a spot for you, Judy. We we may, that may I, as I'm doing these podcasts on hospitality, I'm I'm making these side notes. There might just be a spot that we can give you an area. So, ladies, if you're listening in and that's something you would be interested in, reach out to Judy. We're going to have the church's contact information. Reach out to us. Um, and, and maybe we will put something together. It might start with an online format or whatever, you know, but just to be able to ask those questions. Like, I, I'm thinking I'm with my brother, Dwayne, on that one because I want one of the seats at your table. So, Judy, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. We are grateful. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a delight. What's the name of your apartment? It's the apartment at 217. There you go. Apartment 217. Ladies, we'll put that link in your show notes too, because you may want to stay with Judy or refer somebody. All right, women, here's your reminder. We're not meant to journey this alone. We can learn from each other. That's the beauty of the community. So if you're not connected with us, please connect. You can follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women, Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women, and on our website at idsa.org backslash women. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week on the Priority Now podcast. Thank you for listening to the Priority Now podcast. Please continue to join us on the journey to know Christ and make him known.